0: Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Jerick Show. I'm Javad Malik. And do we have Eric Crone with us this week? Well, that's an interesting question because it's yes and no. But uh, it is Black Hat Week, and uh, we have got some really good updates for you. So let's just kick off with the... Uh...
1: Welcome to The Jerick Show. Featuring your hosts Javad Malik and Eric Crone. timely topics poorly presented.
0: And before the whole Arona kicked off, uh, this week was major week in security. You'd have Black Hat and then DefCon taking place in Las Vegas. You'd have B-Sides Vegas taking place, by far the superior of the three events, and not to mention um, uh, the more affordable. But um, it was. it it was always a good time. And this year, I'm not there. But we we still know a lot of people are going, it's nowhere near the the numbers that normally go, but there are people going. So we were curious to find out what exactly is going on, what's the buzz and what have you. Now, I live in London, uh, flying across international borders, and then maybe being denied entry because of the Rona, although I'm always at risk of being denied entry anyway, Uh, and and then having to come back and isolate wasn't uh, an ideal scenario. But we did find the most expendable person we could think of, because if you're going to go to a super spreader event, uh, get infected with the Rona, the Delta variant, what have you, and die within three days, you don't want anyone too valuable to go. So we sent off our intrepid, expendable roving reporter over to you. Hey, what's going on? It's a wrap up for the
1: first day of Black Hat 2021 here. I'm Eric Krohn, obviously missing my partner Javad. I guess he's just hanging out in London having a good old time. In the meantime, I'm here risking my life due to COVID to bring you this information. That's how much I care. So today was an interesting time if you've ever been to Black Hat before. um, It is usually packed full of people, especially on the first day. It's insane on the show floor while everybody is out there trying to get all the swag they can get. And this year was different. Um, eh, There's so, so many people not here. Uh, It's pretty amazing, actually, and lots of vendors not here, lots of empty floor space, and and a lot of them pulled out at the last minute, and I totally understand that. Uh, For an organization, uh, how are you going to get people to want to work in the midst of this kind of stuff? I get it. Totally. But, you know, the theme this year seems to be, you're all alone. So this year, they didn't even bother doing carpet on the floor, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, when we were there last night for the setup, we saw that there was no carpet down. I thought for sure they were going to bring in carpet later. They didn't do that. <laughs> but, hey, who knows? The good news is they have giant, uh, giant, Battleship? They have um, tricycles which you can race on? I mean, come on now, how much fun is that? They have a ridiculously big foosball table made for several people, which I think kind of defies the whole idea behind social distancing. But they have ping pong, they have a giant Tetris, they have all kinds of pretty cool stuff going on to keep people going out there on the floor. Now, the truth is, people don't necessarily come to Black Hat so they can sit out on the floor. We come here to see people that we know and hopefully to avoid Javad. In this case, it's no different. Um, although the people that I know were far fewer and in between here, I did get to see some people that I haven't seen in a couple of years. Yay for that. And it's great to run into people here at Black Hat. The next thing we got to understand is we come here for the sessions. That's the other reason we come here. The information is great. And i got to be honest with you, I love what they did this year. They did this thing this year where They are virtually simulcasting, basically, uh, the live stuff. So I actually caught the keynote and another session right here in my hotel room, which was kind of nice because I wasn't sure how that was going to play out as far as uh, people being close together. turns out it's kind of nice. Apparently, they have people spaced out. Yay, team. Um, But it's awesome that we can sit back here and watch these things live on our laptops in our room, though, without having to be in the midst of all that. Now, I got to tell you, I thought for sure this year a big theme was going to be ransomware, and it is not. I don't know why. I mean, it's not like it's not happening. It's not like it hasn't been happening. But ultimately, I don't see a bunch of stuff going, we stop ransomware. Not even a little bit. I've seen a couple of zero trust things. Um, But, you know, I got to wonder if this is just a case of people bringing you know, their old booths back or something, and they didn't really specifically do it for this time. Um, I know some places, this was kind of a last-minute thing going, should we do it, should we not do it, we'll throw it out there. But I am super surprised not to see more ransomware stuff. Um, I haven't even seen a lot of supply chain-specific stuff. I just don't even know about this Black Hat. What we do have here is we have a couple of big vendors that were in the place. I gotta tell you, Sentinel-1 has this beautiful tree thing. That's all lit up. Um, it is beautiful. It truly is beautiful. Um, on the floor, there's a bunch of LED panels, so there's stuff going on there too. Absolutely gorgeous. Like the biggest thing around. That and CrowdStrike. So CrowdStrike has their giant, um, whatever they are. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like right. like it's supposed to be like um, APTs. Uh, over there, and and it's pretty cool, like, the way they put it together, and they are absolutely huge. They're giving away action figures, which I haven't gotten any of yet. Um, I really haven't done much swag chasing here. That's not like me. But, um, that's another one of the big ones, but other than that, honestly, there's a lot of smaller booths, a lot of people I haven't heard of before, or have heard of of in passing, uh, for the most part. all things said and done, though, it's been an interesting experience. It'll be even more interesting to see how things work tomorrow and uh, at DEF CON later on this week. So out from the road, risking my life to bring this to you while, Javad, you sit at home. This is my report for today.
0: If Eric could learn how to turn off the camera without stumbling and oh. Oh, hold on, what's this? We have Eric joining us, uh, currently alive from Black Hat 2021. Uh, Thanks for that report.
1: Yeah, I I see what you did there in the end and uh, good job uh, editing that. Well done, my friend, I suppose. Um, No, it's, it's been interesting here. You know, I'm, I'm day two right now getting ready to head out from, (laughs) I'd love that you changed my tag. Nice. Um, Getting ready to head out on the floor here in a little bit. I got some interviews to do and some people to talk to. Got to go pick up my DEF CON badge. So there's uh, plenty to do today. Um, It is interesting though, like I said in there that I'm not seeing a whole lot of ransomware focused stuff. I'm I'm just not seeing what I expected to see. Um, But then again, you can walk the whole expo floor in like 20 minutes. <laughs> so, wow. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's not like usual. But, you know, the people that are here, it's a lot of fun. The tricycle racing was hilarious. That was one of my buddies from the Army days, uh, actually, who was on, on the tricycle there. So, you know, we do get to see people here, some people. Um, I'm looking forward to trying to hunt down Trisha. Um, oh, now that she's here, you know, one of our previous guests. Uh, awesome, awesome people. So, anyways, that's that's where we are right now with this. I'm going to go out today again and risk my life for you
0: Excellent. so you know what's going on yes we, we will uh, remember that he <laughs> you know on your tombstone he died <laughs> you know bringing you the latest and greatest from black hat uh what what i found really interesting is that uh, you said that they're, they're streaming the talks so that you can sit and listen to them in your hotel room so yeah. if there's hardly anyone on the floor there's no carpet and you're they're streaming talks um you could have just sat in your garage at home and uh, enjoyed the no carpet streaming experience that's uh that's very true but i, I got to tell you statistically
1: speaking i'm safer leaving florida and coming here than staying in florida so just saying with the way that the the coronavirus is exploding here with florida being a hot spot i'm actually probably safer here but no that is true and i guess uh they're going to be available for like 30 days online so you can go back and review them later on so you don't have to try to catch everything all at once but They've done yep. pretty well and and from what I've seen uh, technically it's it's all worked very well which is kind of a rarity sometimes for some of these mm. uh, streamed mm. conferences
0: no absolutely there's always some some glitches and and what have you but anyway good good to hear um so now we're on to the the regular portion of our show and before we get on the regular portion of the show uh, a quick <laughs> reminder that you can subscribe to us on YouTube where if you're watching us there just search for the Jericho. show um, or you can go and download us in your favorite podcast uh app uh whether that be itunes or some android um, malarkey and um what else is there did you say malarkey
1: uh, nobody uses yeah. malarkey anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> no oh <laughs> <sighs> uh, you can follow <clears throat> us on twitter um me and Eric individually, or at The Gerrit Show. So, report over 63 million US citizens exposed in massive data leak. What's this all about, Eric?
1: Yeah, this is an interesting story that was a little confusing the way this one was written up. Um, they, They say 63 million citizens exposed, but then when you look through the story, they keep talking about 126. And it took me a minute to figure out just what it was they were talking about. And they don't know exactly due to duplicates, potential duplicates. So they're cutting it in half, saying everything's duplicated. But this is a, a huge amount of data that was found on a website for a company that is, is a startup. It's about a year and change old, but their website isn't completed. Um, you can't even, like, connect with them through the website. They list no customers at all. And yet they have 63 million records from people. So the question is, where did this come from? Hmm. You know wh- where did this data come from? And of course, we have somebody that didn't secure it. Uh, what a big shocker, right? Um, we we've, we've never seen unsecure stuff in the cloud, um, but it, it's just an interesting um, whole thing here that that I'm having a hard time trying to figure out exactly what happened, where they got the data. There's some theories that it's a copy of some other data from another breach. Um, how are they going to use it? You know, they were supposedly a they're Supposed to be a, like a marketing firm, I think, or a lead source firm. You know, like you get all those emails that say, Hey, we've got all the leads from XYZ. Um, I'm yes, I always feel like they're the car dealers uh, of, you know, I know,
0: I know, just, I, I, you, you get those emails. And uh, Chris Weisopol, he, I believe, he tweeted something out about that the other day. He said, I get all these emails like, We have got all the customer lists from so and so companies. And he always turns around and said, "Oh, can you give me the list of customers for Veracode?" <laughs> and uh, um, they they inevitably never go back and get back to him because he could because <laughs> he's the CTO at I believe CTO at Veracode or uh, co-founder. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's uh, sounds like it's one of those dodgy dodgy companies. It's uh, absolutely despicable behavior. Yeah, there's definitely something going on there. You know, it's yeah.
1: PII, which of course. You know, it's not like credit card numbers. It's not like that, and a lot of people downplay that. But this many people, I mean, this is a this is a gold mine. Look at some of the stuff that's on here. This is a gold mine for social engineers and scammers and folks like that. I mean, this is this is great information on people if you want to set up scams. So there's definitely value to the information, um, even though it doesn't have credit cards and socials and stuff
0: like that. But it's a lot of it. No, this is this is a, a lot of data. And just seeing like if you have someone's uh home address and phone number their personal email address their work email address and their work employer that could set up so many things especially with per- people working remotely you could say hey i'm call i'm your i'm your boss or i'm your new boss or i'm someone from hr or or whatever and you know it opens up the door for so many things uh it's uh quite 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 frightening and uh th- this is the problem like you said people downplayed this kind of information because it's not credit card information but credit card is probably the the, the, the best if, if you want to have a leak have your credit card information leak because there's processes <laughs> yeah. in place you phone them up and they will cancel it for you there and then uh, and they will issue you with a new card it's as simple as that but you know ch- good luck changing your personal email address or your name or your job title it's uh all yeah, over the, the- place
1: The credit cards are just so quick anymore. And it's just the the cost of doing business as far as they're concerned. I mean, the process is so quick. You're just like, "Uh, wasn't me. Okay, cool. You're not responsible. Awesome. We'll send you a new card. Thanks. And then, boom, something shows up a couple days later and, you know, you continue on. It's amazing to me how often that does happen. I mean, I've had had my company credit card um, hit a couple of times, actually. You know, when I'm on the road or whatever, I'll, I'll suddenly get something that says, hey, there's a charge here for... One of them was gas pumps in like New York somewhere. So basically what they did is they took the number and they just started filling up cars with gas. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was real easy. Yep, nope, wasn't me. Okay, cool, thanks. And then boom, I get a card, you know, in the
0: mail in a couple of days.
1: But well, wasn't, yeah, wasn't,
0: wasn't there a time when your card got canceled while you were on an Uber and then you couldn't pay fair because that was linked to your uber account
1: yes yes um that was actually that time they they locked the card while i was in the uber from the airport (laughs) (laughs) went to pay and it's like yeah no that's not working so i had to clear all that out use another credit card but you know it is inconvenient uh no doubt about it but you know fortunately we we
0: have alternate ways of payment yes yes um so uh, speaking of Black Hat, you're there. You, it's, you, I know you haven't listened to all the talks, but Black hat's always great because you get all these, these cool little hacks and uh, research projects that go out there, which, you know, they're always fun. They're so intriguing. Uh, you know, it, it just I, – I love how – I love unpicking some of these and you see it how someone's mind works. It's like someone create. there's something there. It works perfectly fine. But then you've got a hacker who says – now what if we done this 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 and and this to it, and then all of a sudden it's like oh we can cause World War Four or three or whatever whatever number we're on the sequel. Uh, so th- there are these um, smart hotel rooms. I think they're the the little pods that you you, you sometimes find in places like um, airports or whatever you, they're just like meant for uh, the weary traveler to rest his head or her head for a few hours. And uh, you can just do it through the app. And they, they found uh, 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 vulnerabilities in it. Um, huh? ghost, <laughs> hacking a capsule hotel, ghost in the bedrooms, uh, which... Uh... <laughs>
1: Clever. Very clever. You know, I, looking at that picture, that's more space than I had uh, in my Navy career, <laughs> in my bunks in the Navy. So I'm like, that's extravagant. There's a, there's like a, a, a plush pillow there. It's <laughs> interesting, though. I I hadn't seen this. I, I think I've seen some things in the airports before where there's like places to rest or whatever, but I've mm-hmm. never gone into them. They were fairly expensive and I'm cheap.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, <laughs> but it's interesting. You're right. So you, you use the word hacker. And hmm. some people take issue with the word hacker um, when it's applied to cyber criminals. And in this case, I think the way that you used it was actually okay. These are people that took something and they made it do something it's not supposed to do. That's really kind of the definition of hackers. Yeah. And, and as long as they're not exploiting it for, you know, criminal means, that doesn't mean they're bad people. Cause this is how you figure out stuff before the bad people start doing bad things with it. Right. And so yeah. it's fascinating. You're right though. The thought process of, Hey, there's this thing, you know, and, and, what can I do with this thing? And you start picking away at it. You know, um, I've done little projects like that on my own um, with, uh, like, car remotes. You know, picking up the the signal for a car remote or trying to relay that signal. And it turns out um, that's a real attack that they're using out there right now. Is they'll basically take your keys sitting inside, and you know, when you get close to a car, it'll unlock and it'll do all that kind of stuff with the key in your pocket. So what they do is they actually Pick up the weak signal and then retransmit it at a higher um, higher power closer to the car, and boom! It's like you had the key in your pocket, and they get in and drive away with the car. That's a pretty interesting thing to me, you know. But these are these are the kinds of things that that it takes some very smart people to figure out how to do some of this stuff. So brilliant! This time they're attacking single use beds, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it well, what is it? It's more than that. What it's Effectively, these are small contained smart homes. So everything's controlled from a from an iPad or an iPod or something that they're given. And what they found is that like, like we've spoken about many times before, any internet connected thing is not necessarily secure. And then, you know, they found out that they, they're using the web protocol and you can easily get into the admin features of the um of the iPad that's been given to you. And so Did you say you they're start- using web
1: the like yeah. WEP yes like the stuff that we're not supposed to use for years now right
0: yeah yeah the, the, the stuff that's yeah yeah crackable about 12 and a half seconds <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah Uh so so you know it's uh, it's an interesting thing because it's not just a, a single failure it's just like a whole process but I I loved it I I thought it was a, a great one uh I'm gonna uh, I'll keep on scouring the, the, the talks and reading up headlines like this throughout the week without putting myself at danger uh, by going to a super spreader event.
1: So, and we'll but, have the link to all these stories down there in the comments here uh, yeah. or in the description for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, finally, uh, you did uh, complain about uh, the or oh, you didn't complain. You observed the lack of ransomware being mentioned as a theme. Uh, so I found this. The Isle of Wight is a, a small island just off, off England, the south of England, like in the English Channel, probably. My geography is not great, but you you can you can drive down to Southampton and or Portsmouth, and you get on a ferry. It takes like forty five minutes. You, you're on the island. You can go around the entire island in about two hours or something. It's it, it's it's a lovely place just to go for a weekend or something. And uh, they they have uh, some schools there that were all hit by a ransomware attack. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they're worried that, uh, maybe, you know, it, it, well, it's a, the good thing is it's the summer holidays at the moment. So they have got a bit of time to recover before kids are due back in school. But, but I guess my your question
1: uncle. is, uh, when does your summer holiday end? Because for, for my family, it starts next week. Okay. So it, this is typical. A lot of times we, we don't even think about this, but. These attackers will time things to be at a very vulnerable time. Um, You know, it's going to be important to get kids back in school. And if they are shut down and can't get back in school, that's a bad thing for the schools, right? And they know that a lot of times they do this around holidays sometimes. um, So they know that the, the staffing is going to be short. People are going to be away. The response time is going to be slow. There's actually timing that happens in a lot of these ransomware attacks. It may not be in this case, but I've seen it over and over again where they time it to be where the, the least amount of people can respond in the slowest amount of time with the most negative impacts. You know, if you say, oh, we can't start school this week, you have parents that have planned to have their kids are out of daycare and, and you know, uh, their, their regular stuff. And now they got to figure out what to do with that while they go to their job. I mean, there's a lot of pressure that ends up coming from canceling the first couple of days of school. So it's interesting, but uh, unfortunate yet again, educational institution
0: targeted by ransomware. Yeah. Yeah yeah uh we we open in the first week of september by the way oh okay all right so there's so still we, some, we, some we, have, we have about a month but uh those were that was your ransomware fix and that was the stories uh that we decided to bring you i i'm surprised i i do say it's very impressive you're so awake it's very early there what time is it there now <laughs> <laughs> um it is currently 8 16
1: a.m um okay. and and i was up till late last night uh so I, you are you are in vegas well, you know, there. When you're, whenever you're at these conferences, you know how it is, Javad. It's like you wake up, you hit the floor, and it's just one thing after another, like all day long. Finally, you get back and you're just kind of like, oh, crap, you know, and it's, it's late. Um, it's part of the fun of conferences. You know, you end up leaving the conferences just half exhausted. Uh, but there's so much to learn and so much to do. You just don't want to miss everything that's going on
0: yeah that that's right i i mean we, we were just talking before we hit record uh the last conference i was at was with last year's rsa 2020 just before everything uh just just cut down and by, by that uh, even at that point i was like oh i i think it's just a regional thing just uh, you know uh, you know restricted to certain parts of the world no way it's going to hit uh, hit europe or, or great britain but here we are <laughs> but uh but yeah it's it's one of those things i conferences are just an exhausting period of time i mean for 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 me it's just always you are know, like for the first half is i'm just jet lagged and then yeah. <laughs> then i'm just tired <laughs> but it, it's it's always a a rewarding experience especially when everyone's there and things are a bit more normalish then you know you get to catch up with people and you know that that hallway con and and having those conversations yeah. you learn so much but
1: well and um, this show this show stemmed from that rsa from our daily recrap that we did every day at rsa at the end of the day exhausted out of our minds we went back to my hotel room um with the lights pulled all around remember we we just like tried to make the lighting halfway decent we were moving couches there was a mystery stain on the couch that we had a towel over and we were like fighting over who had to sit on that side i mean all this stuff and then here it is it's like midnight and we're recording and posting this stuff uh, in the middle of the night but we had so much fun doing it that's yep. that's what generated this show so yeah some some reminiscing there now we're on episode yes. i think
0: 57 which is wow. amazing Wow. Okay. Well, you know, uh, as I've been saying to you in messages, don't die. Because uh, um, w- will you be recording some stuff today and tomorrow? We'll give another quick recap. It won't be the the entire show, but we we'll, we can post a a recap from tomorrow about which it, which will be your later today. Just upload the videos and I'll put it there. Uh, yeah. But, okay. We'll, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, don't we'll do die yet. Yeah. I'm gonna try not to. I'm Okay, he said he's going to try not to die. That's great. So um, sending you much love and uh, uh, good security vibes wherever you are, except Eric, because he made the decision to go to a super spreader event. Until then, stay secure, my friends.